Hey, hey guys, you're tuning in to the Mina B podcast. It's your girl, Mina B, and I am back with yet another fun filled episode. So, where to find me at the Mina B podcast over on IG, streaming on multiple platforms for your listening pleasure like Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. All links are in the bio, so go ahead and check that out over there. And yes, guys, back again with another episode. So it's been a couple of weeks. Well, not a couple of weeks, just two weeks. But your girl's been hella busy. Um, Creatively, I was just like in a rut because I was moving. So just switching places and getting my life in order. I was like, y'all, once I get settled, I will definitely give y'all an episode. And of course, on today's episode, we have plenty to talk about, okay? So yeah, I mean, it's been a fun month. January's over. We're in February right now. Um, Valentine's Day is approaching. I mean, we're still in this panorama, okay? We're still in this panorama, so y'all already know what time it is. So y'all are stuck with me solo dolo today. No guest host, but that's fine because I got enough to chit-chat with y'all about. So yeah, in moving, I just wanted like a new space. I was at my current spot for like two and a half, going on three years. I was like, okay, y'all, it's time to switch it up just a little bit. Um and just be in a more open, more eerie, happier, more bright space, as you can see in my background, if you are watching on the YouTube. So yeah, um, just had to rearrange a couple of things, but your girl's still grinding, still about to give y'all some dope content. So definitely, definitely stay tuned. So um, been in my bag, honestly speaking, and I was thinking to myself with the new year and everything going on and... Um, just how things have been moving and shaking, especially in Atlanta. Atlanta's been super weird um, lately. Um, I know a lot of the major cities have been super weird with the pandemic and crime and a lot of bullshit going on. So I've really just been on my grind. I, I was like, all right, I'm switching spots. Um, I need to just like be honing on my finances, honing on, you know, being focused on the show and creating some, you know, more interesting shows or episodes rather for you guys going forward. So yeah, definitely just been on my shit. And y'all like real talk about to tell y'all my business. I ain't really been dating. Like I'm really like not in the fucking mood. Like I just feel, I don't know. I I had like one guy that I was talking to and I kind of cut him off because I was just like, eh, when you... I don't even know how to describe it. It's just one of those things like when you see certain things about somebody, how they move, how they shake, once you start getting to know them, you kind of see whether or not it's going to function with your life and your dealings. And of course, I haven't been looking for a relationship because again, I've just been really focused on work, focused on you know the show and just certain things that I have to align myself with um, for the new year and just going forward with 2021 as a whole. So I haven't been like, you know, all the way in. I just feel like I do a lot for me. (laughs) As a black woman, I do a lot for me. And I just feel like I have a lot on my plate and I literally bought the table and the section. So at this point, it's like, what do you have to offer? What do you have to, to, to offer to Mina at this point? And, you know, besides some great conversation, some dick, like I, been there, done that. So it's just like, I'm looking to see a mountain moved in my backyard and that's about it. I, you know, I'm really unmoved right now. I will definitely keep my options open, you know, to dating 
But as far as being super serious, no. And even with like the last guy I talked to, it was just like, eek. yeah, I just, there's just, mm -mm. I don't want to go into detail, but just some niggas really just don't got their shit together. And it has nothing, it has nothing to do necessarily with finances. It's a mentality. It's uh, behaviors. It's um, how you live your day-to-day -day life. And um, I'm not perfect, y'all, by any means necessary, but I just know what works for me and what doesn't work for me. And I've just been feeling like super unimpressed, super unimpressed by these hoes. Like, that's just what I have to call them right now. They're not even men, they're hoes. And not so much hoes like, oh, they just out here fucking around. Just what I call these niggas, hoes. So, and it ain't the mean to be podcast. If we know sometimes, just sit here and talk about these hoes. So, yeah. These hoes don't got their shit together. The mentality, the entitlement, the behaviors, I just have zero. I'm very unimpressed. So I'll keep my options open, but yeah, your girl ain't dating. She just, she ain't, she ain't taking nobody seriously at all, at all. The phone is dry. So if you about some shit, slide in my DMs, nah, I'm fucking around. But yeah, just keep my options open because I'm just over it, like, I have an image to uphold <laughs> and I mean that in the coolest way, not even on some bullshit. Like I just know at this point in my life that there's certain things that I like to see and there's certain things that I'm doing and I just can't be bothered with these hoes and the foolery and the nonsense and the dramatics. Like, yeah, y'all men are drama. And ladies, if you agree, be sure to comment <laughs> below. If you're watching the YouTube, leave some comments. Are y'all dating right now? Like, is the new year, it's like you get this, the slate scratched off and you just clear, clear it off and you're just trying to figure it out? Let me know. Let's chime in and talk about it some more over on YouTube. So yeah, guys, news has been really interesting um, over the past week and I just, you know, Instagram is just the source for so much shit. So, you know, I am absolutely obsessed with the sister duo, Chloe and Hallie. I've been following their career for some time. They're freaking amazing and so, so, so talented. And, you know, I just love them. I, I just see them being like little Beyonce's, especially Chloe. So, of course, Chloe has been in the news as of lately. You know, she's 22. And she has been, both of them actually have been a little bit more expressive in their costuming for the show, their shows and performances and stuff like that. And Chloe in particular, you know, she's again, 22 years old, finding herself, figuring things out, being comfortable with her body, being more comfortable with her sexuality and her womanhood. So, you know, she hit the Twitterverse, Twitterverse and the IG with a busted challenge and she killed that shit amazing she's freaking gorgeous she's shapely she got body so another post or video rather came out um last week in particular so she was in her room had a t-shirt on and a flesh tone panty and i mean the internet's went bananas okay so they started going in on poor chloe and i just was like wow y'all are sitting here dragging her It wasn't, to me, it wasn't that deep. I think that we see so much other bullshit from other, you know, ratchet ass girls on IG. And I just don't think that this was the case. So first of all, first of all, y'all go to hell. Um, 
<laughs> because I think that we've put this image of Chloe and Hallie um, in a box of wholesome and it's a perception. So we can't allow her, the audience now can't allow her to live, right? Right. Um, this girl gets on her IG stories and literally, um, or live rather on IG and just, you know, was in tears explaining herself, um, explaining that she's being more expressive and that she always wasn't, didn't, she didn't always have body confidence. And, um, I just thought, thought like, wow, like why did she have to go online to explain why and what she's doing and how she's doing it? I think it's ridiculous. Um, baby, Chloe, baby, you do not need to explain to anybody and you don't need to cry about nothing. You're absolutely amazing. You're absolutely beautiful. Huh? No, absolutely ridiculous. I just, I was like, this girl is more than worthy, more than talented, more than beautiful. And I mean, why are we sitting here dragging her? Why? She don't owe us an explanation for nothing. And I think that's a part of the celebrity. You know, we, we have expectations and we've put them on pedestals and it's just ridiculous. We got to stop that shit. We got to stop body shaming. We got to stop saying like, you know, women, because they decide to show a little bit more of themselves or a little bit more sexy, a little bit more vulnerable with their Instagrams that they're hoes or they're thirst trapping or they're doing it for male attention because that is not the case. A lot of the times we just trying to have fun, being beautiful, enjoying our bodies, enjoying who we are as women. And that's on period. That's it. It's not that deep. You know, y'all love the vixens and the whores that be on IG. So it's like, okay, so when someone's being a little sexy and a little bit, you know, a little bit more provocative than usual, it's a problem. It's a problem. Y'all need to cut it out. Go to hell. So <laughs> that's just my take on that. Like, I just, I was like, this poor girl is a fucking celebrity. She's a boss, you know, has a budding career, been in the industry for years, you know, they're not Disney characters, not so much characters, but they're not Disney girls anymore. They're evolving into their careers and their womanhood. And I think that we need to allow them some grace, just like we do all the other hoes and vixens on IG, period. And that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb, okay? And I will sip on that. So, if you've been under a rock, Auntie Wendy... My dear auntie, Wendy Williams, dropped a biopic of her life on Lifetime um, that aired last Sunday. Um, so if you guys, a lot of people don't know Wendy as far as her radio career. They know her from her television show, um, her talk show. So being an NYC native... Um, Y'all don't understand how dynamic and how dynamic radio was in the 90s. Um, aging myself a little bit there, right? Um, in the 90s, um, when you had Wendy Williams on the radio, and prior to that, she, you know, and prior to her show, she was on Hot 97. Then she went to Power 99 FM in Philly, and then back again to NYC at Kiss FM before the Wendy Williams show aired on television. So, needless to say, um, we had these amazing women in radio at the time, Wendy Williams, Angie Martinez, Miss Jones. Um, and I, I have to say that Wendy, and I've said this before on previous episodes, that Wendy and Angie, I owe a lot of credit 
um, for my passion for radio and, you know, this now platform of podcasting because I wanted to be them. I essentially went to school for broadcast communications because I wanted to be on the radio. So, you know, it was really dope growing up, listening to them, which their styles are two very different styles, two very different styles. Angie was a very, very good and still is an excellent interviewer. Wendy was a great interviewer, but she also was very, very heavy into tabloids and the talk and the talking shit and the, you know, getting to the bottom and just saying the things that and asking the questions to the celebrities and, and dropping the tea about the celebrities that nobody was doing at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like no, no black disc jockey in they weren't doing that. They just wasn't doing it. And I think that's what was so dynamic and fun about her show at that time. Um, and it made her untouchable, but it also made her very, very much so hated. You know what I'm saying? In the industry. So going on to the bio biopic, um, Wendy's body images and, and image issues rather and ridicule that she received as a child kind of played out on the biopic. And it was really interesting to see the dynamic and see how you know, she was treated by her family and what led to her uh, habits. Because, uh, you know, everybody at this point would know that Wendy definitely, definitely had some issues with drug abuse. Um, and it, it, it definitely was like, damn, like, I didn't realize, like, how you, you kind of watching it, you kind of didn't realize, like, damn, like, this is what led her to certain parts of her life. You know what I'm saying? So, um and it also depicted a lot about her codependent, messy marriage. Um, and but let's be clear, she's always been an open book. Even on the on the radio, she definitely was an open book. And of course, on her show, she's been an open book as well. So we've gotten to see different sides of Wendy. And I think that people fail to realize, like, yeah, she talks a lot of shit, but and 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 delves into all these celebrity lives and, 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 and drama, but she's also been very honest and open as well. Like, I don't think it was ever a lie about a lot of the things that she went through. So, you know, just speeding into the movie, I do wish, I honestly, my, my how I feel about the movie is this. I do wish it was a longer movie or a little bit more in detail, but of course, with an hour and a couple of minutes of a window period, Lifetime kind of put enough in. And I do believe Wendy was executive producer on that. So she was able to have her hand in how things were depicted. Um, of course, her husband, Kevin. Kevin was absolutely horrible to her. I mean, I think every woman has had one guy that they were a dummy for, whether they married him or not. And Kevin just happened to be that one. Um, <laughs> she dragged... You know, she tried so many people, so many uh, stars and, and severed many relationships to a point when she started The Wendy Show. This also played out on on the um, biopic that, you know, she severed a lot of relationships. She didn't people didn't want to go on her show. They didn't want to fuck with her because of the the things that were said and done on the radio. You know, do I I feel like I feel like, I, I, I feel like the, the, the the movie missed the beat. Um. And I think that if it was on Netflix, I think it would have been a little bit better. Um, we got to see some interesting things. And I almost got, I got a 
little emotional watching it because again, I've been following this career my whole entire life. Like, let's just call it what it is. <laughs> I love her. I, I, I ain't got nothing bad to say about Wendy. She is who she is. You know what I'm saying? And she's created an empire. She's created, you know, a career of herself. Whether people think it's tabloid or gossip, it has still been a very awesome career. It's also been an influential career, no matter what we think, no matter what everybody else thinks. You know what I'm saying? Um, put it this way. It's okay for, it was okay and it still is okay for a TMZ and E! Entertainment News and other wider outlets, let's call it for what it is, to be problematic and, and put things out there. But because it came from a loud, bigger black woman, I mean, it, it was an issue. You know what I'm saying? Again, we saw a lot of different things. If you watched the Wendy show, you saw her faint. You saw her pass out. You saw her talk about her relationship. You saw her talk about her coke habit. She's had books that came out. Wendy's Got the Heat, that was a great book, talked about her coke um, addictions and things of that nature. And also, in recent years, we've seen her marriage or divorce unravel, her going back to rehab. Oh, the rehab part. Not to give it all away, that fucking just drove me insane, her going to rehab and, and the way Kevin treated her and all of that. Like, this woman has been through a lot and all while, all while holding up this career, holding up this amazing career, no matter what we, what we, how we look at it, how we, we saw her career being built, you know. I just listen. I'm just happy that she was able to tell her story and to tell it how she wanted to. Whether we, you know, whether I think it's missing parts or you know the Twitter sphere, we all kind of feel like it's missing a couple of things. But it still was honest. It still was open. It still was fucking Wendy. So at the end of the day, let's give Wendy her fucking flowers. She deserves it, and that's just the bottom line. Okay, she deserves it. It's just, yeah. I, I just. I don't know what else to say about it other than I'm happy that she did it. And I'm happy that people who didn't know her career or didn't know her from radio like I did got to see another side of her or got to see, you know, her career kind of blossom and also what it took and the drama that she went through because she went through shit. She went through shit. A lot of shit. So another review, <laughs> another Mina review, Malcolm and Marie. So, the film Malcolm and Marie, honey. <laughs> I just, let me start by saying this, okay? When the, Malcolm and Marie is a movie that aired, um, that just dropped on Netflix this past week. Um, when we saw clips and previews of it, we thought that this was going to be this amazing love story or maybe an interesting love story or take on black love some some way somehow we just thought that right it didn't say that we didn't get no you know little blurb of words that gave us what it was that we were going to be watching we just know that as being gonna the, the two main characters are going to be played by the talented Zendaya and the force to be reckoned with the amazing John David Washington um you know Two budding stars, you know, still kind of early on in their acting careers. So give or take, I just was like, all right, I'm open to seeing it. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see a love story. Why not? Right? So 
basically to give a quick synopsis and this is a spoiler alert so if you have not watched it you may want to skip over this part of the episode <laughs> i promise i won't try to give all away but listen this is my review this is my show period so the film is centered solely around arguments that the couple is having after the premiere of malcolm played by john david washington his film loosely based on marie played by zendaya it's based loosely on Marie's life. Um, and we find, find out as the dialogue between the couple unravels throughout. Um, I'll say this. When watching the film or, you know, when you start it, you're looking at this imagery and it's black, it's white. And black and white film is always beautiful. It's always elegant to me. Um, and I love the aspect of it based, it's just based in this modern home. Like you're getting rich vibes. You're getting like, you know, creative, rich vibes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm with it. I'm for it. Right. I'm sitting there watching everything about it was beautiful. This beautiful man is beautiful woman, right? It's picturesque. Two beautiful black people together. And listen, I don't want to hear no shit about, oh, Zendaya's light skin. Oh, she's ambiguous. She's racially ambiguous. Da, 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 da. I don't want to hear that. It's not what the fuck we talking about. And that's on period. So moving on. Um, Yeah, y'all can miss me with that. Throughout the film now, you're listening to music in between the conversations. And I'm like, this soundtrack is popping. And there is a soundtrack up. Um, if you guys go to At Strong Lead, if you have watched the film and you have heard the music throughout, all of us were like, everyone that's been on Twitter and on IG were in love with the music that was set in throughout the scenes. So you could check out the actual track list over on at Strong Bellac Lead to find out all the songs that were on the film. So um, it, the film is art to me, but it was missing a lot, right? To me, it was missing a lot, but then I had to sit back and think, and I was like, is it really really missing a lot? Is, in this, is this just what exactly the director was trying to depict, the, the, the writers were trying to depict, you know? It, okay, so... Dissecting their dialogue, Malcolm and 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 Marie, they're having an argument, right? And it's poignant and verbal, utter verbal battery. And it's more verbal battery from Malcolm. And it's like, damn, like this arrogant asshole. How could I put this without ruining it all? No matter how much you love someone, there is always, always, you know, going to be parts of the situation and the relationship that y'all went through and he or she may stuck, you know, stuck by each other throughout and like, you have throwing it in each other's faces, you know, it happens. We're human. It is what it is. But the battery, he, he you know, the couple, they're codependent as fuck. And I just kind of feel like the way he was talking, if it was me, the way he was talking to her, if it was me, I would have knocked his fucking head off. Like Malcolm goes on rants and raves and just carries on like an emotional terrorist. I was not expecting to hear that from a black man in this film. I did not expect it to be so toxic. I didn't anticipate to see the codependency be so toxic i mean toxic as fuck toxic as fuck um but as i continue to watch i want to say that marie 
once she got her shit together from drug addiction, I think she could have left him. She could have left him alone and just kept it kind of pushing, but stayed. And, and he should have just kind of held it down. You know what I'm saying? Just held it down. But I think a character like Malcolm is narcissistic and does things out of his best interest. Okay. So if you, if you know, you dating this girl, you like her, she's young, you wanted her to be better, but you actually fucked with her to see if you could, I don't know, that's how I took it. You fucked with her to see if you could get her better and it gave you enough to write about. It gave you a storyline for your film, for a film that you would be putting together for, for a long time. That's what I took from the, from the movie. And I think, like, she felt guilty. She felt guilty. She stayed with him for a while. He felt guilty. No, he didn't feel guilty. I'm a liar. He held it down because she. How could I? How could I put it? Like, because it's it's the arguments just drove me nuts, and I think that's what what makes a review on this film so tough because it's like you just have to watch it. But I'll say this: I think that. Marie was his muse in a lot of ways. And I think that's what the issue was. The issue was that throughout the whole film and thanking, you know, everybody for coming out to see the film and all that. He thanked his family. He thanked this person, that person, whatever, agents, whatever, did not thank her. Was apologetic about it in that moment. But other people noticed. And of course, Marie being in her head, you know, she just was like, oh my God, like this motherfucker did not thank me. So, and it, and it, it spirals out all these other issues that they have been having and, and, and harboring for all those years. So it's two people staying together because of codependency and thinking that, you know, well, we've been here so long, we don't have to move on to nobody else. You know, he helped me through my drug addiction or, you know, I'm staying with her because she's my muse and she holds it down. You know, it just was toxic, 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 um, I definitely think it was an interesting film to say the least. And as I'm watching and I'm watching John, John David play this role, I can't help but hear his father, who is the wonderful, amazing Denzel Washington. And I'm like, damn, I definitely could see more dope moments in acting and in this young man's career because he is a force like he is amazing just his monologues alone throughout this film you're just like oh my god like he's amazing just hands down there's nothing else I could say I'm not gonna lie I was a little bit afraid to see how well Zendaya was gonna act because I wasn't I'm not I'm not gonna lie I haven't been too too familiar with her acting career per se but I just know that she'd be modeling and she'd be killing the looks okay I follow her designer on IG and I'm just like oh my god this she gives, she gives every single time, but, um, she killed it as far as, you know, the arguments were concerned, her monologues, her parts. Um, and it, it just, yeah, it was, it was really strong and I was very impressed, but again, I definitely feel like this movie, it definitely is a hit or a miss. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I don't, I just, I'm like stuck on, I'm stuck between like, damn, it's because 
it's different. That's why I say it's a hit is because it's different. It was not what we thought it was going to be. And I, I always like underdog films. I always like things that are different and to the left. But also a miss in the sense like, oh, we're all like, oh, it's a black. It's not necessarily a black film because let's be clear, it's not a black film. Uh, I don't believe that the writer or the director is a black. Is black. I could be wrong. Correct me in the comments. How I didn't do the research on that part of it. However, I do know the director is white. And um, I'm at a point that doesn't matter right now. It, it was. It, I don't think it was supposed to be a black film, so to speak. Black characters, yes. Um, do I think it was written with black characters in mind? Probably not. But I just think it was also very. Uh, it, it just. It was interesting to see it play out. Um, do we need a little bit more backstory? Maybe. So, guys, over on IG or over on YouTube, drop me a comment. Let me know what you think about the whole Malcolm and Marie debate. Do you guys think it was a hit or miss? Do you think that things are missing in this film? How do you guys feel about the dialogue? Do you think that, you know, they're crazy as fuck? Like, let a girl know. Because um, <laughs> I definitely know for sure that this was a very, very toxic film. And just watching the two characters you know, bounce off of each other. It, it was stressful. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. I did pause it for a little bit. I ran an errand and I came back to finish it because I don't think I could sit through the whole, like just the arguments alone were stressful and I just didn't feel like I could sit through the whole thing. And a lot plays in your mind when you're watching this because it's like, this shit toxic as fuck, especially if you're in a happy place. It could be very toxic and very triggering. I could definitely say I was triggered by the arguments because, I mean, let's call it what it is. With relationships and dating, we have all fucking been there and that was... A very it was tough to watch I'm not gonna lie it was tough to watch but you kind of wanted to keep going because you wanted to see what was gonna happen and where the film was gonna go I definitely think the film was an art piece um and it was beautifully beautifully shot um without a question so yeah it is what it is um <laughs> yeah I just think all of us are just kind of I think the majority of us are just like a little um how would you say disappointed um because we but also we don't know what we didn't, didn't we didn't necessarily know what to expect so leave a comment let your girl know and let's talk about it over in the comments on youtube or dm me you know how that goes so we're in the first mercury retrograde of 2021 and you know when mercury's in retrograde we tend to it's it's always like a fuzzy weird time where things are going wrong or we you know things are going to the left there's a lot of miscommunication there's technical difficulties if you're you know doing things with your computer your laptop your car trouble like just little things and 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 when mercury's in retrograde it tends to happen so that is right now it's going through january 30th january 30th through february 21st and i definitely noticed that there's just been like a little bit of miscommunication and lack of communication and you know people just you know I, I think we're all kind of going through this moment where we're still again in this panorama figuring things out figuring life out trying to act like you know things are normal even though it's not you know stuff like that so how do you survive retrograde um i, I want to give y'all three tips on 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 
kind of balancing out your retrograde time time frames because sometimes I think we forget that we're in retrograde. Um, and that's when, you know, things kind of like get kind of crazy. So do something for yourself. And I feel like you should be doing something for yourself all the time, but especially when it comes to like communication and when you feel like things are going to be go to the left or you're about to get into an argument, take some time. Think about what what was said to you and pick your battle. Figure out if this is something that you really, really, really want to argue about. You know, do you really, really want to have this argument? Do you really like like really think about like the miscommunication or what is going on? And sometimes, you know, depending on what it is, you can walk away, be quiet and listen, or just like keep it pushing, keep it pushing, you know, keep it pushing. It's just it, it, walk away, keep it pushing, or just kind of like take a breath, slow your speech and respond. And I think sometimes with arguments and miscommunication, we 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 answer to respond. It's not that we listen. So take some time and listen, especially when you feel like the other person is saying something to you that is like this. Where is that coming from? Does that necessarily have to do with you? Think about it. Or is the reaction or the 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 yelling or the the raised voice rather is that you know a reflective of what you did or what's going on, or is that a reflection of who they are in that moment? And do you want to? you know, share that energy. Also, so with taking time to understand miscommunication, take take some time for yourself. Like right now is a crazy time, again, with everything that we have going on. Valentine's Day is coming up. You know, if you're single or whatever it is that you got going on and retrograde being what it is and, you know, miscommunication with the boo, not talking to somebody, take some time for yourself. You know, carve out a time throughout the day that you, you know, whether it's in the morning or whether it's at night to journal some of the things that you really, really, really love, you know, uh, or want to accomplish. Like, I love this about, you know, building things or DIY projects. This is what I want to accomplish. This is what I want to do, you know. Also, with the journaling or just talking about what you what you expect for yourself or what you went through for that day and reflecting on it, be sure to throw in some affirmations. Right now is a great time to put some affirmations together just to kind of stay grounded while, you know, the planets are doing their crazy thing right now. Definitely, definitely, definitely take that time out for yourself. And also during retrograde, Sometimes we may feel like we may not need anybody because this motherfucker getting on your nerves and this bit da da da. Communicate with your friends. Talk to somebody. You know, don't be afraid to, you know, reach out if you're feeling confused about something or if you feel like you had a miscommunication with somebody else and you want some feedback. Reach out to your friends, your family. You know, it's always a weird time um, with retrograde and I'm just one of those people that I try to remember that we're in that space and I try to do little things so that I can be distracted by it and not let it depict or just, you know, mess up my little mood or my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? You know, why? Um, I think retrograde is a great time too so that you can kind of like focus on what you need to focus on and, and stay the course because it can throw you off because a lot of people obviously and, and this this 
you know, the planets being aligned, the universe, Mercury retrograde, all that stuff. A lot of people are just now getting into it. They're not really, they, you know, doing research about what it is and be like, mm, okay, no, that's, you know what? During that span of time, things were really screwed up. Shit was really going on. Yes. And it's during these times that, you know, things happen. And it took me a long time to realize that. But when I when I started paying attention and reading more into it and doing my research for myself, I was like, okay, I get it now. So again, do your research, you know, but also be open to understanding that when this time frame happens every couple of months throughout a year, that you have to take some accountability and just try to hone in on better habits during that time so that you're not arguing, you're not upset, you're not going haywire with things and, you know, put those in perspective and not have a a crazy retrograde period. Makes no sense. Why do that? So yeah, y'all, just a couple of quick tidbits about, you know, things happening in the world and on IG and in the movie film sphere. Feel free to check out either of the movies let me know how you feel about it let's talk about it um i think we'll be talking about malcolm and marie for another week or week and a half because everyone's catching on to watching it now so definitely feel free to leave those comments below or reach out to your girl at the mina b podcast um over on ig feel free to slide into my dms um also, if you guys um, have any ideas or interest in, you know, hearing me talk about a particular topic or, you know, you got a story or you need some advice, feel free, askminab at gmail.com. Head over there and feel free to leave an email for me. It's uh, a great place to, you know, communicate with me. I mean, besides the DMs, of course, (laughs) feel free to do that. But yeah, guys, I'm wrapping up this episode and thank you guys so much for tuning in and fucking with the show. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and review over on Apple Podcasts and also over on my YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and show your girl some love. All right. So it's been great chatting with my listeners and my viewers be sure to check me out and stay tuned for some other episodes coming along and yeah i'm signing out you guys have a wonderful and productive week bye bye